You're a musician, aren't you, Dave? Yes, I am. What instrument do you play? Drums. Well, uh, we'll count that. When you love a show on WPSC Brave New Radio at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays, that would answer all your questions about how the music business works. Sort of like a Music Biz 101. Exactly. Wait, isn't there a show on at that time called Music Biz 101 and More that brings faculty and students from WP's music and entertainment management programs together with industry guests that take call-in questions and tweets from listeners about the biz? Yep, it's had all last spring and it's starting up again every Wednesday at 8 p.m. right here on 88.7 WPSC. Yes! There were great guests like Steve Lees from Sirius Radio and Aaron Van Dyne, who handles business affairs for KISS, Three Doors Down, Dave Matthews Band, and more. Also, Carl Guthrie, legendary entertainment attorney, and Paul Sinclair, VP of Digital for Atlantic Records. So, Steve, who's lined up for this semester? We have Dave Laurie, who will talk about tour management, Sean Rosenberg, a social media guru, and Sean and Rachel from Blue Raven Entertainment, just to name a few. Wow, sounds great! And it's free! That's right. Free advice every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. live at Music Biz 101 and more on WPSC 88.7 Brave New Radio. Would you like to ride uh, in my beautiful uh, balloon? Hear my, this is natural vibrato, because uh, I work in a music department. Uh, do you like that? Did you miss me last week? It was no good having, not having Dr. Steve Marconi on Music Biz 101 and more last week. But it's uh, awesome to have you back Thank this week, you. Dr. Steve. Thank you. Dr. Steve Marconi, of course, the greatest host of Music Biz 101 or more on Music Biz on uh, WPP. <laughs> he's starting to lose it. He was very careful the first 14 weeks, but now right, he's starting to lose it. Yeah, I, I told him today this is show number 21. So wow. Bainty Uno, if you are uh, taking German. And uh, so we are uh, so, listening to Music Biz 101. And why are we playing this fifth dimension up, up, and away tonight? We are playing this because of our awesome ga- guest. His name is Howard Freeman, and he is the executive producer of the Quick Check New Jersey Festival of Ballooning. Howard Woo! Freeman, everybody. <laughs> Howard Freeman. I'm underwhelmed. Yes. But isn't this called Music Biz 101? And more. And more. Oh, this the, is more the more. This is the no, more. but Steve, we um, have more than just hot air at the festival. Ah. We have music. And we also have music at Rock Ribs and Ridges, our rib festival with music. Great. I didn't set you up, did I? <laughs> no, you just okay. lob them up there. I'll hit them out like the pioneers. <laughs> right. Good. It's uh, That is a, a very important thing. So who else is here? Well, we have our producer, Philip Gorachowski, who's always going to have... Good, good to have you, Philip. Appreciate that. He likes it when I do the <laughs> very close to the microphone because it's uh, it's good for people listening at home. And uh, of course, we have our student co-host. Her uh-huh. name is Yasmin Azhir. Yasmin. Yes. <laughs> did I pronounce the last name correctly? Yes, you did. Because you said it's it's much easier to pronounce than than, than it's spelled. Than it's spelled. So. Yeah. Okay. Great. It's good to have you. What do you do here, Yasmin? I am a popular music major, and I am inspired to be a recorded artist um and i also want to sort of work in the concert promotion area sort of work in the yeah. concert promotion area so you can someday sort of get paid yeah <laughs> you can go to the national bank of sort that's, of and yes. that check right yeah. that's down the road i'm sure it's <laughs> my dream okay. and what, what year are you in i am a junior ah okay all right so okay English, no that's great that is in awesome my class last what class? Spring. In what class did you teach her? God, who can remember? No, it was our <laughs> survey of the, the music and entertainment. Business. Which we want to change the name of that class to. Yes. 
Oh, really? What do we want to change the name of that class to? Dave Phelps. Uh, yeah, D- D- Dave Phelps. Plus is okay. our awesome. <laughs> we want to change the name of that class to Music Biz 101 and more, which yes, is what people do. are listening to right now. Mm-hmm. By the way, and uh, we are taking your tweet questions for Howard Freeman right now. Um, you can tweet us at Music Biz 101 WP. We actually already have Howard. You will be surprised. We already have more than 20 questions for you. Ooh. Really? I didn't more realize. than 20. Oh, wow. And, wow. and some That's of them are excellent questions. from that ferocious marketing and promotion of this. And where'd you today. park your balloon when you came here? What? I parked it across the street at the Shea Center. <laughs> not people. Not a lot of people know that Howard Freeman is a doctorate of hot air. Yes, so, I, so I read that in there. Very the, few yeah. people are DHA. Yeah. I got that at, uh, it was either at What's the Matter You or Disco Tech. It's been so long, that I don't remember where <laughs> I got right. that degree. Yeah. That's right. Maybe and it was Harvard, who knows? Certainly wasn't Harvard. Um, it was could have been William Patterson it was two University. Hours, Harvard. Yeah, that, that's right. That's, 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 that's hot. They pirate everything. That's right. So uh, visit our website at any point, musicbiz101wp.com. Find our podcast of every show we've ever done, the other 20, at stitcher.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And you can also, tonight, phone in or text us. This is the first first show where we are, where we are ever going to take texts Live. And we can do this. And the text number, the number you want to do, wow. if you want to phone in or text, this is new technology. 973-720-2738. New tech, I don't think that whole texting is, is ever going to last. No, nobody, <laughs> nobody. The young I don't people know if anybody don't uses that. Uh, same thing with the balloon thing. I only saw one balloon once. <laughs> hey, hey, business on the rise. Keep it that down, doctor. from around the world in 80 days. Who knew Look, it was Michael Todd as the promoter. Great movie. <laughs> Every we're time. Date, we're dating ourselves, but that's okay. But, but who else will date us? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Notice how you're not mentioning The Wizard of Oz, which is slightly older than around the world in 80 days. Ooh. So uh, is, are you balloons in black and white or in color? They are colorized. Oh, look at that. Okay, thanks to Ted Turner for that. We have some great upcoming guests, Dr. Marconi. Yes, we do. Do you want to go over some of them? Yeah, why don't we? Tease people. (laughs) We will tease you now. Who's there next week? Next week we have entertainment attorney Ron Beanstalk. Great. You ever heard of him, Howard? I think he's Jack's brother, isn't he? He's uh, Jack, Jack, old Jack and the Beanstalk, which is a... uh, That's the name of his firm. Yes. Uh, Not to be confused with Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. (laughs) Down, down. That's right. And uh, Jack and the Beanstalk actually has a single album. So Ron Beanstalk is a prominent... Entertainment attorney. Entertainment attorney, yes. Yes. After that, the week after, I'm reading this because this is what we were told to say. After Grammy Award winning music producer Rob Fusari talks about his latest music project, Carrie Noki. That yes. is who we have October 27th. Rob was the. <laughs> Rob discovered. Rob discovered Beyonce. Oh, no, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Correct. Lady Gaga. He discovered Beyonce. He wrote for Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga, but he wrote. With Beyonce, and he has produced uh, Whitney Houston, Brittany. Will Smith. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Destiny's Child, Will Smith. I mean, the list is endless, so this should be very exciting, actually. Yes. Yeah, that's actually going to be, be, going to be very cool. And he is an alum. Yeah, graduated from our music business program. Correct. I actually went to school with Rob Fusari, now Carrie Noki. After that, we have Paul Sinclair, the Atlantic Records head of digital. Our visiting music business expert, resident music business expert this year. Yes. Correct. And he was just on campus last week and uh, trying to get him back in a couple weeks. And then uh, Al Cohen will be the week after that. From ACM Records, the owner of ACM Records. And there's a connection between Al Cohen and tonight's guest... Really? Howard Freeman. 
Howard, Uh-oh. Al Cohen, his daughter. Do I owe him money? You, you actually owe him $16. <laughs> his daughter won a grand prize uh, you, in a balloon festival a year or two ago. You had a PNC Bank essay writing contest. We do that. That's about 14 years we've been doing that. And a year or two ago, his daughter won it and actually got to go up in a balloon, the really? PNC where, where are balloon. they from? Because we we do also do tethers at the school of the winter. Uh, I believe he's at a Fairlawn, if I'm not um, mistaken. I think they live in Fairlawn. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he, but he, he brought that up in class last night as Excellent. we talked about Look at that. ferocious We promotion. try and give back to the community. Right. Who's next? Our sponsors. After that, on the 26th of November, we have Philip Gorakovsky's father. <laughs> Philip Gorakovsky's father, and I'm Joe taking Neglia. out his book. Jim Neglia. Oh, Jim. I thought oh, it was sorry. Jim. What? The G is silent. The G is silent. Jim Nelia. With a silent really? G. But I never knew that. No. Okay. The, the book is called... What is the name of the book, Jasmine? Onward and Upward. And let us tell you. He is the author of this book, and we will tell you right now. We're not going to do a book review, but we can't tell you how many pages it is. 218 pages. That's 218 wow. pages of so, solid music so. business stuff. And we're going to be talking about that. And what, what is your your father is also a, a contractor for the uh, New Jersey Symphony? Well, he's a personal manager of the New Jersey Symphony, but he's been a music contractor for probably about 30 years. He's a percussionist. He uh, <sighs> went to William Patterson for a couple of years. Then he graduated Manus with music performance. And, um, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty pumped. All right. What well, was cool right now, I'm pretty Great. pumped because uh, Philip just shared my microphone with me. And he was very close to me. And he smells very, very good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to Music Biz 101 and more on Brave New Radio 88.7 WPSC. This is the only free advice college radio music and entertainment biz talk show and podcast in all of the Americas. Dr. Stephen Marconi, why don't we start talking to our guest of the day? Yes, a neighbor of mine. And we didn't even know we were neighbors actually well, that's because you're on the richer side of, of <laughs> yeah. the neighborhood sure that's because you use a balloon instead of a car <laughs> anywho got to get here somehow so how did you get started in this when you say in this which which well, part of this let's talk about just in general in promotion um actually i was pre-med at state university of new york at albany believe it or not and hence the doctor of hot air what i really wanted to do was be a sports orthopedist ah um when that I didn't want to go to school for another 12 years, I found that I was able to get in sports without doing that. And after the long story short, I uh, got a job with the New York Apples back in the 70s, which shows you how old I am, back in Madison Square Garden with Billie Jean King and Vetus Gerolitis. Ten- tennis. Team tennis, yes, sir. Right. Uh, and Billie Jean was a great mentor, a great tennis player. From there, I, be- I uh, became the marketing director of New Jersey Nets. We were down at Rutgers playing at the time, and uh, I was instrumental or part of the team that moved us up to the uh, then Brendan Byrne Arena, now the IZOD Center. Mm-hmm. In those days, it was uh, the big theme that we promoted was that away to Piscataway. <laughs> uh, I worked in Madison Square Garden for a number of years promoting the Virginia Slims Championships and international volleyball events. But really, having done so many different events, what I was really looking for in the in the event business in the event space was an annual event that I could build up over time and, and mm-hmm. would be recurring and would be a good benefit to sponsors and patrons and that sort of thing. And in 1992, in the fall, we had an opportunity uh, after meeting the gentleman who started the balloon festival, the, the Quick Check New Jersey Festival of Ballooning was started uh, 33 years ago now by uh, a gentleman named Malcolm Forbes. Perhaps you heard of him. 
uh, a gentleman named Tom Curley, who was the publisher of the Courier News, yeah. and went on to found a small paper for the Gannett chain called USA Today. Yeah. And then a gentleman called Bill Lewis, and through a chance meeting with Bill Lewis, he asked myself and my partner if we only buy, if we only produce events, or do we ever buy them? We actually had a bottle of vodka in his garage, and at the end of the bottle, we decided to buy a balloon festival. And I bought a bunch of hot air 23 years ago, and since then, I've probably done over 50 balloon and music events around the country. And in fact, uh, three or four years ago, we did one in Inner Mongolia, China, believe it or not. And wow. I can guarantee you that wow. General Chow did not deliver to Guyang, Inner Mongolia. <laughs> so... Um where did the Bloom Festival start? It didn't start. The Bloom Festival actually started in Bloomsbury. For people familiar with Route seventy eight mm -hmm. uh, out in Huntington County, there's right. a truck stop called Union seventy six Truck Stop, and it was in Bloomsbury thirty three years ago. And there were about a hundred balloons. I'm sorry, ten balloons and about a hundred people. Mm -hmm. I've since met about five thousand of the hundred people that were allegedly there. It outgrew <laughs> that venue after about two years. They they changed the name to Balloonsbury for that weekend. They outgrew that venue and moved to Solberg Airport in Reddington, where it is now in between Flemington and Somerville. Uh huh. And you get for an annual crowd or for the on that we get about one hundred and sixty. 5,000 of my closest balloonatic friends. Wow. So you it know, becomes really a, a <laughs> pilots would tell you that too? Uh, absolutely. It's the number one tourist attraction in New Jersey. It has a $42.8 million uh, economic impact. Mm -hmm. You know, pilots would tell you if you inflate it, they will come. And um, they have, thank God, because I have a son at University of Wisconsin, a Wayne Hills graduate, local guy. <laughs> um, so that helps to put him through school. So what made you... Stretch out beyond the Balloon Festival. Uh, probably too many drugs when I was in college. Um, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. That poor intern over here is <laughs> looking at me saying I'm a bad influence. I'm just kidding. We don't do those. We get high on ballooning in the air. That's right. um, I was looking for something unique. I, I've promoted tennis. I've promoted volleyball. I've promoted um uh, cricket, believe it sports, or not. Yeah. Sport, mostly sports and... Mm. and um, I wanted to do something that was unique where we would kind of control the space, where we could grow the space. Mm -hmm. um, and then about six years ago now, uh, some people who own Hidden Valley, which is a ski resort up by Mountain Creek in Vernon, yep. came to me and asked, uh, they said, look, we have this great ski resort at the time, um, and it's great in the winter, but we have to pay the mortgage year-round. Will you do a balloon festival up here in the summertime? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of on the side of the mountain, and it's not feasible. But I looked around, and I said, you know what? Why don't we do a ribbon music festival with Southern Rock? Mm -hmm. So, And that was ideal for, for Sussex County. So in year one, I think we brought in Marshall Tucker and Dave Mason and the Outlaws. And now that's in its sixth year. And actually, we just booked Charlie Daniels. And Marshall Tucker again for this year. Wow. We're looking at some uh, classic rock as well. You know, we just did a, a music survey to our uh, email database. We got a 16% response That's to, for a survey monkey, which is unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, uh, found that they really wanted Southern Rock, classic rock. We had put reggae on there as well. Three people said they wanted reggae, and I was two of those. Um, <laughs> well, I go to, the, uh, to Mike uh, Antone's... Uh, Crawfish Fest. Crawfish, Which is a great event, year. and in fact, it's funny you say that because Mike's a good friend of mine, um, but we were at Hidden Valley for f four years, and then we outgrew the venue, 
and having gone to the fairgrounds to see Mike's Crawfish Fest, Sussex Fairgrounds, right. Sussex County Fairgrounds, uh, we decided to move it there this past year when we had George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Mm-hmm. In fact, you talk about music marketing. Um, obviously, his big song is Bad to the Bone. And since uh, social media and digital and, and you want things to go viral, we were looking to sell more tickets. And I reached out to his people and they were good enough to have George record exactly as I wrote. And he said he did a little uh, YouTube video for me and it said my ribs or he said my music is bad to the bone. But Howie's music, Howie's ribs are good to the bone. Mm. And that, that went viral. And and uh, we had a great crowd for George. And his other big song is, you know, one scotch, one bourbon, one beer. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the per cap, which is also a big part of the music business uh, or any festival or event business, was phenomenal. Um, <laughs> we sold a lot of beer. We mm-hmm. had Grand, we had Grand Funk Railroad the day before. Mm-hmm. For all you kids who have no idea who that is. Um, we're an American band. Steve is smiling because he knows him well. Right. Um, so um, we had Grand Funk. We had Leslie West from Mountain. Yeah. We had um, the Outlaws, and then we had um, Artemis Pyle, who's an unbelievable story from mm-hmm. uh, Leonard Skinner, the original drummer, who was one of the surviving members after the plane went down in a plane crash in Mississippi. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. that has really gotten a big following, and part of the music business now in attending festivals and certainly with the youth market is the ability to camp at a festival and yes. get a mic at it. Scorefish Fest has a lot of RVs, has a lot of tents. This year we started doing that. We probably had 100 people camp. Mm-hmm. Next year we'll, we've already gotten a phenomenal response to the amount of people who want to camp, be comfortable, just be able to go back, you know, walk across. And hang. Yeah. Hang and not have to worry about driving in case they have some adult beverages. Now, I know the Crawfish Festival, um, except for campers, there is no music at night. It's the first year, I think, he had one night for campers that he went a little We did that, later. too, actually. And we had uh, Saturday night, we had Citizens Band Radio from Califon yeah. uh, played, which is managed by the inimitable Sean Gilday, mm-hmm. who I know you've had. Yes. Um, he uh they played in the campgrounds and it, it's it's a, a fun experience to be up there and right. you know out in the country and and experience that so that is a growing area so it's a local promoted event the rib fest yeah and you get national acts that come in and what's the basics of the business when you go to to Sussex do you fall wall or do you just get the place and you have to bring in the food and you have to bring in the water and you have to bring in exactly well security you have to bring in everything yes it's interesting each event we do that and the state fairgrounds provide present a different challenge and an easier challenge frankly than the balloon festival which is done at solberg airport which really has no infrastructure except for runways and a taxiway so at the fairgrounds they do have some permanent structures such as a bathroom yeah at the balloon festival we spend over thirty thousand dollars just in portageons and executive restrooms, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whereas at least there is some infrastructure. So like you have to that. bring everything in. So basically, we bring everything in. We try and use nonprofits. We use the local fire department to sell beer, mm-hmm. so we return some of that money to the mm-hmm. to the community. We we use a uh, uh, a junior educational society to um, park cars. Mm-hmm. Um, What's a junior educational society? Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the name, and I, I just can't think of it right like now. But 4-H it's a, club it's like the 4-H club type of thing up there. But mm-hmm. And we, we raise a lot of money for charity in the 
22 years I've done the balloon, we've done the balloon festival. Now we've raised over $2.4 million for local charities. That's great. But to, which we're very proud of and we do well by doing good. But uh, yes, we bring in security, a, a security firm, same security firm that happens to be used by Crawfish and by the State mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, we bring in a tent company. We bring in the expenses. Are so huge. for the, the food concessions, do they come in and um, you give them a price or do you take a percentage of what they sell? Because I know Mike used to do the tickets, which is an easy way to figure out it. How many things were bought? And this year he didn't. Now it was cash. But but he does that for beer, and that's, you know, look when you have one hundred sixty five thousand people at a balloon festival or fifteen thousand at a rib festival, people always come up to me and say, "How do you know that the concessionaire has given you an honest count?" Mm-hmm. And one way is to have people buy tickets yeah. or chits, and then use the chits to do that. But right. when you have when you're in the customer service business, to have people wait on two lines, one to buy that. And one to yep. use it. Yep. That's really not optimal. It's, mm-hmm. it's it, you get a cleaner count, but you know people do so much business our concessionaires that if we find that they're not giving us a fair count, they're not going to be invited back. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the rib festival is unique in that we have five world class ribbers, which are pitmasters, barbecue guys. Yeah. Um, you know, put a hog on the log. Right. If 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 you're joking, you're not smoking, and and all kinds of things like that. <laughs> Um, but anyway, you chill and they'll grill. Right. But whatever. So we have five rivers. They pay a fee to come in, and it's a flat deal, to be absolutely honest with you. Okay, so they um, pay a fee to, to, have to, come right in, to come in. And then they sell. I mean, they all sold out of all their product by the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all want to come back. And then we have a contest, a competition for, for up to it's about $2,500 in cash and trophies, which they love the trophies because yeah, they can yeah. display them. But there is a... a competition for best ribs for best sauce and then there's a people's choice competition which wise markets which is a supermarket up there um sponsors and Mm -hmm. one of the reasons they want to do it if you want to look at the the business of sponsorship and music festivals and events is they're looking to up their shopper club their frequent flyer type of thing so they generate a lot of names from that list we get uh those names as well at the balloon festival we have eighty one thousand opt-in permissively based uh, email database wow which when we push a button and either sell t-shirts or tickets or whatever special we're doing generates a lot of revenue and mm-hmm. also is a great opportunity for sponsors because now people who are looking for database our title sponsor of the rib festival is franklin sussex automobiles so they get great leads for their mm-hmm. for, their, mm-hmm. for their cars They've sold a ton of Jeeps and, and Ram trucks and, and Chryslers at the festival. So it all ties in and, and plays off each other. Do you keep a, tra- uh, do you keep a track? Uh, do you keep track of who goes to both? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We cross-promote and, and uh, you know, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Yeah, sure. And, um, yes, and more and more people are starting to go to both because there's a crossover in music. In fact, you know, a lot of the acts that I've had over time at the Balloon Festival, we had George Durrigan about three or four years ago at the Balloon Festival this year. I had him at the Rip Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie Daniels I've had at the Rip Festival this year. We have him at the Balloon Festival. You know, so, so, so do you go, uh, as a promoter, do you go directly to their agent? Or do you have a middle agent? Uh, uh, I've done both. Mm-hmm. You know, in this market... There is the challenge of the fine people at Live Nation and AEG, which for those people who don't know, are the two biggest 
promotion agencies in the world, and you know, Live Nation controls probably fifty-three amphitheaters, sheds sure. uh, in this market. That would be PNC, that would be Jones Beach, and the like. So you know, they can go to an artist um, and say, "You can play his two festivals, or you can play my fifty-three amphitheaters, and I'll give you a twenty million guarantee." So <laughs> it becomes a bit of a challenge. And when they zig, we zag. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago when I had a, a balloon festival in Long Island with Wallbounds, um, Hootie and the Blowfish had new product out and they were looking to sell albums back mm -hmm. when you could do that. Mm -hmm. And they were fed up with Live Nation and they wanted to play in front of as many people as possible. So we were able to get Hootie that year mm -hmm. um, when yeah. we might not have otherwise gotten him. So in the past, I've used a company called Capital out of Chicago because they book a lot of state fairs. So uh -huh. what we'll do then is route it with a number of their, yeah. that means, yeah. you know, they might have a state fair in Rhode Island on Friday night. I would do Saturday in Delaware on Sunday, but a lot of times I'll go direct as well. It just really depends. Now I'm going more and more direct because yeah. uh, management companies, whether it's ICM or, or WME or whoever, a CAA are calling me. So when it you're, works out. When you're doing the routing, though, do you already have the date? of Like, you already know when the festival for 2015 is going to take place. So if you're trying to get somebody for that, and I'm assuming you know when Rock Ribs and Ridges 2015 is going to be, right? June 27th and 28th okay. is Rock Ribs and Ridges in Sussex. And then the Balloon Festival is July 24th to 26th. So a perfect example is uh, a company called APA out of Nashville. Sure. So happened to send out an email, the agent there, a guy named Jeff Howard, and he and it said, here's routing for all the different artists I represent, and from Eddie Money to, who knows, Travis Tritt to, you name it. One of them was Charlie Daniels, and I would never book something already, because you want to route, you don't want to be the anchor. You know, I could book anybody I want today, but you got to pay anchor rates. i rather pay routed rates. So I happened to see that June 27th, Charlie Daniels, and this isn't even announced yet. I'm giving your listeners a scoop on this, and it'll be on sale December 1st. I'm serious. Great. But, uh, in fact, I'm probably not even allowed to do this. So if anybody's out there, do not tell the people at APA or Charlie Daniels himself that I have announced this. That's ticket, <laughs> Thank you. That's Ticketmaster? No, we don't use Ticketmaster, okay. but I'll get into that. Okay, That's a, No, Ticketmaster is... Is, no, we don't use them. We prefer <laughs> actually all our tickets for the balloon festival are on sale at Quick Check come this season. So students can walk across the street, buy gas for two dollars and eighty three cents a gallon, get a sub for two ninety nine. In case somehow you get the munchies while you're studying, I don't know how that works because I've been <laughs> in college for a while. But what a great place, Quick Check. But I digress. So Charlie, uh, it said on his on his routing that June twenty seventh he was going to be outside of Schenectady at a a Harley rally, actually. Mm -hmm. So I called a guy. I said, you know, we're a hundred and something miles from there. It's perfect routing. What are you looking for for Charlie? He mentioned a number. Mm -hmm. We uh, talked about it. I sent him an offer sheet. And, and you know, 10 days later, a week later, I had Charlie Daniels booked in September. And now we can go on sale with that earlier than normal. So so for for uh, normally an artist, a headliner, We'll get a percentage of the great uh, the gate with a guarantee or no, not in a festival gate. And I'm just saying with your festival, it's a flat right in a, in an indoor venue that might be the case. A guarantee against the percentage after yeah, expenses, with. but with us because there's more than just hot air. There we have balloons, tunes, and booms. We have fireworks. We have tunes. We have mm -hmm. all kinds of different things. It would be hard to figure out how much. Whether it was Joan Jett or Meatloaf sure, or sure. more contemporary, we've had um, Three Doors Down. We had Bare Naked Ladies. We pre we had Jonas Brothers. 
couple years ago, we had Debbie Ford. <laughs> She's loving this over there. Uh, we had Demi Lovato. We've had R5. Mm-hmm. So, you know, before they all got hot. Yeah. So um, we just do a flat deal so there's no back end. They, there's a 75-25 deal on their merch, and that's mm-hmm. where they can make more. But mm-hmm. it's a flat deal, and, and that's it. Okay. Good. Uh, I, I, sorry, not. I had a text myself about what is a crawfish festival. And that is a festival that takes place in Sussex that's basically New Orleans music. It's blues, it's um It's Cajun Zydeco, music, Cajun it's and Cajun. Zydeco, but yeah, Mike's got enough promotion. Less, when he comes up here from New Orleans, let him less, promote that. Well, I had to. We're here to text. talk about ribs. We're here well, to talk about classic rock, balloons. southern rock, and hot air balloons, my friend. Actually, right now we're here to take a break. Uh-oh, we got to pay the bills? Yeah, we, we have to pay. Uh, actually, we have to talk about a big contest that we have running here on Music Biz. That's right. And more. So we're going to come right back. My favorite music in the background. Our, our good friend Yasmin is going to start reading a bunch of a bunch of our uh, uh, tweets. And then we also have a, a couple contests. We have T-shirts to give away. We have tickets to the New Jersey Balloon Festival. Quick, quick check, check, New, quick Jersey, check, New Festival Jersey in association with PNC is, Bank. Is, is, I got to pay the bills too. That's Dave. right. So you, we should do that. And then uh, we will we'll talk about crawfish right after this on uh, Music Biz 101 and more. Hey, Dr. Steve Marconi, did you know about our Music Biz 101 and more theme song contest? I did and do, but only because I co-host the show. It probably wouldn't be good for you not to know. We're off the topic. Here's the contest that's open to every listener in America. Not Russia. No, I'm mad at them. It's simple. Submit an original tune to be used as the theme song for Music Biz 101 and more. A panel of judges is standing by ready to pick the winner. Any style of music, right? Right. Vocal, instrumental, it can be funny or serious. Our blue ribbon panel is looking for something that stands out. One of those old love songs in your sock drawer won't win. Because that song probably sucks, right, Steve? Funny. All entries are due by November 5th. And the winner will be announced on our show December 10th. What does the winner get? The winning song will be played at the beginning and end of the show and broadcast live on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. here on WPSC. Plus, you'll get verbal credit in each show, and don't forget the podcast. The show is mobile on Stitcher Radio, so if you win, you can have your parents hear the theme song from their phones and then listen to us interview the best of the best of the music and entertainment industry. This is how Justin Bieber got his start. No. This is how Lady Gaga got her start. No. This is how Paramore got their start. No. But it might be the start of your career. Tweet us for details at MusicBiz101WP or go to our contest page, MusicBiz101WP.com backslash theme song contest. Do it now. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Music Biz 101 and more. All right. All right, let me let me let me talk to you right now. I'm still looking for a co-host. You listen to Music Biz 101 and more on the music radio. Okay, so uh, we are listening to Music Biz 101 and more. That's a little bit of Jimi Hendrix, spelled with a J-I-M-I. Actually, blasphemy. Yes, it's, that is not blasphemy. That is that is perfection. Yeah. That is vocal perfection. Getting back to Howard. Yes. Uh, before we get back to Howard. Name we have Woodstock, th- speaking about great festivals. Yes. Yeah, Woodstock, I've, I've heard of that. Heard 1994, of that? right? That was the Bonnaroo of 1990. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> That was the Bonnaroo of Steve's era. Yes. Of Steve Marconi from his, uh, back in his day, the good days. But before we do that, we have a, we have a uh, theme song contest. We have to yes, remind everybody about you just heard the... And how's that going? 
It's actually going very well. I got uh, three more songs the other day. Wow. Emailed over to us. And we Great. have uh, original material. Original material. Uh, somebody told me yesterday she's going to send us a song. We have uh, two other people who told me they're going to send us a song. So November 5th, we're running out. We have about three weeks left before you need to get in. And the in rules your are? There are no rules. All you need to do is send in your song and we'll get it to us by November 5th. Any but song, any kind of song. It has to be something that uh, is associated with Music Biz 101. It's a theme song. So it could be an yes. instrumental. It could be. Sure. You know, yeah, because we have all sorts of stuff. But but exactly. I mean, just keep in mind, it's a theme song, the intro, the outro of Music Biz, 101 and more, the live show, and also the podcast. And a lot of people are listening to this in downloaded the podcast. So How about gonna... Money by Pink Floyd? Am I allowed to uh, Boy, jump in here? You're promoting <laughs> Pink Floyd? No. No, I have nothing okay, to do with it, but I'm trying that. to get into I the contest here. I crawfish and what happened. <laughs> it's funny, because David Gilmore of Pink Floyd did call and ask if he could submit a, uh, a song for our theme song contest. And I said, yeah, you can try it, David. I told him he's not going to win, because he's not yeah, good enough. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, um, yeah, no. but, but, that's but we, a lie. I, 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 Music I business money? I thought that was good. Okay, that's good. But, but we're cool with that. So that's the theme song contest. Get in by November 5th. Winners are going to be uh, in rotation on uh, Brave New Radio 88.7 for a month. Three they more also- weeks. What? November 5th. Yes, three more weeks. So there's some great prizes. Go to our website, musicbiz101wp.com, and you can find information there that you can love. And before we go any further, and I just tweeted this out on at musicbiz101wp, Yasmin has something that she wants to tell everybody all about. All right. So um, the Quick Check uh, New Jersey Festival of Ballooning is giving away two tickets. Um, and what a great guy that must be. I know. <laughs> Two free tickets. And all you have to do is call us at uh, 973-720-2738. And also you can text us at this number. I'll say it again. 973-720-2738. No contest. Just call. Just do it. Not Just do it. We have another call. pair. We have another First pair. Let's... See, what, if, yeah. what if you had to guess the website of the Bloom Festival? Ooh, that's that's hard. Well, we have that's a second it. pair of tickets. <laughs> All you got to do is Google it. How hard is that? Come on. Forget okay, about it. <laughs> well, we're doing this. This is what we're done. We've, it's out there. I try. Sorry. Right. Right. But we have another we pair. Backtrack. We also have T-shirts that we're going to give away. So in the next 23 minutes, we have lots of things to give yes. away. So people well, better uh, start reaching out to us. So if send it's us free, some- it's for me. See that? Um, we, we have some uh, some tweets that we want to read you. I have one quick question for you. It goes back all the way to the vodka night when um, you you uh, purchased the New Jersey, the Quick Check New Jersey Festival balloon before it was Quick Check. Were you just balloony tunes that day? Or were you, um, had you really put a P&L together and really considered the costs and no. the potential revenues when you bought this festival 23 years well, ago? I think what so. happened was I had heard of the festival, but I had never gone. And this gentleman, Bill Lewis, who we bought it from, said look at this pic he had a picture on his wall and he said he ran it out of his house out of his basement with his wife and his three daughters and he said look at that picture there's 40,000 people there on any given day and it was like the million man march you know maybe it was 40,000 maybe it was six you know promoters you got to watch those people because sometimes they count fingers and toes um so I looked at those alleged 40,000 people and I said, wow, you know, uh, how many of these people do you have in a database? And he looked at me with a straight face and he goes, what's a database? I said, okay, when did these people make the purchase decision? And he said, well, it's too much of a hassle to sell tickets in advance. So they just buy them when they, when they walk up. I said, really, what percentage of revenue is tickets? And he goes, about 90%. And I said, how religious are you? And he said, why? I said, you better be praying that there's good weather. Yeah. So we did a little research, but we found... You know, we thought it was an underdeveloped asset, 
and and uh, you know balloons bring out the the fun in everyone. So we it, it, there was vodka involved, yes, but we also did some some due diligence and some research. And as we were talking to him, we were also talking to sponsors. And frankly, we went to you know usually when you sell sponsors, you have to go to you know it's a numbers game. But we went to two sponsors and we got two offers. And one was from Forbes. We went to Malcolm's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he did have a lot of shape, special shape balloons, which are the stars of a festival. And they offered us four pages, national pages in their magazine, with the only proviso being that uh, we couldn't sell it to an existing sponsor. So that was a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of value if we could go and sell it to somebody, a card company or whoever, that was national and turn it into that. And he said, we'll also give you the cachet of the Forbes name. So when we left their 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 uh, townhouse on 14th and 5th Avenue, uh, we we went outside and we went up and down the block and we couldn't find any First National Bank of cachet. So the second meeting we had was with Quick Check because, thank you, Steve, you've been a great audience. I'll be at the Holiday Inn all week and uh, don't forget to tip your waiters, try to veal. Drum roll. But, drum roll. At any rate, uh, then we went to Quick Check, who had been a sponsor of mine at the uh, New Jersey Nets, actually. And the the president at the time, Bob Page, said he would give me 10 minutes to explain what we were trying to do. And when we explained the vendor program to him, he said, you know, Bill Lewis, because their headquarters are two miles from the airport, used to come to us every year and, and try and get $880, which was the price of his sponsorships. He goes, and we have no interest. We're not a balloon company. I said, well, I'm not here for $880. I'm here for a couple of commas but, uh, and some crooked numbers. But, you know, I'm going to show you how... We're community-oriented, you're community-oriented, we're family-oriented, your stores are. Um, we can drive traffic into retail, we can get your vendors involved. And they, at the time, had, I don't know, about 60 stores or so. Now they're up to 128 stores, including the one across the street. Are they New one, Jersey? Uh, they're New Jersey-based in White House Station. Mm-hmm. They um, just started, in fact, Monday, they're opening the first store in Long Island. Uh, in the spring, they're going to open a store down Hamburg Turnpike, mm-hmm. uh, closer to uh, Terhune. So, um, you know, it was just a match made in heaven. And you asked if we sold tickets at Ticketmaster before. We have 128 ticket outlets with no fees. And we're on sale for those 10 weeks from Memorial Day to July 24th, 26th. Um, You know, 2 million people go through that quick check stores a week. So that's 20 million people over that 10-week period that we access and we have a chance to sell tickets to. So Mm -hmm. between that and our own software um, and our 1-800-HOT-AIR-9 number or our website at balloonfestival.com. Now I'm giving the answer here uh, for those people who are uh, Google-challenged. Uh, um, you know, that's how we're able to sell for a weather-dependent, unlimited-capacity general admission event. Mm-hmm. We're able to sell about 60% of our tickets in advance. That's great. Um, we do have a question we don't have a winner yet? We do have a winner, but oh. we'll explain the winner in one sec. By the way, we want to repeat that uh, website, balloonfestival.com. Remember that because we're going to ask you another question in a moment. Uh-oh. All right. So, um, AJ. Okay. AJ Van um, just tweeted, and her question is, do you always need a sponsor to have a successful festival? That's a very good question. Um you know, when you have weather-dependent outdoor events, AJ, it you have a lot of expenses, obviously. And on the Rib Festival, we have mid-six-figure expenses. On the Balloon Festival, we have mid-seven-figure, multi-million expenses. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't depend on just ticket revenue for that. So 
if when we're looking into getting the festival, if we can generate 25 to 50 percent in the best of all worlds with both a title sponsor, a presenting sponsor, someone like PNC, some marketing partners that we have like Volkswagen, like New Jersey Lottery that we have with Miller Beer um, and people along those lines, Wise Markets, it really takes some of the risk out of it. And the partnership, like I said, it's not just about money with QuickCheck. It's about the ability to sell tickets. It's about getting their experiential vendors involved. So, you know, this year you could have gone to the Balloon Festival and gotten your name printed on a Coke can. You could have gotten Swedish Fish samples. You could have interacted, you know, with the Red Bull um, aerobatic uh, bike team, BMX bike team. Um, So they bring a lot more to the party as well. So was uh, Ribs and... The Rib Festival was that profitable the first year? Did well, you make yeah. money? Are you, the first are you year? involved with the IRS, Steve? No, I'm just uh, <laughs> I didn't ask for figures. I'm just wondering how many years does it take? We try and be to... profitable in year one. You know, Obviously. big companies like Live Nation or, or IEG, IEG. I mean AEG. Um, you know, they'll invest for five or ten years. That's nonsense. Right. Where right. I come from. So yes, fortunately, the the Rib Festival has been profitable That's from great. year one. We right. have a we uh, have and a winner. That's due to Franklin Sussex Auto Mall and their support of us. So if anybody's in Wantage on Route 23 and wants a great deal on a Jeep, go in there, ask Bill Snoffer. Tom Howard said hello, and he'll give you a free Jeep. By the way, Bill Snoffer just uh, let me know that we have a caller on the line who has won our contest. Tim, Tim Geisen, you are the caller. Okay. Y- yes, can you hear us? Can you hear us? I'm not getting it on the computer, but I'm getting it on my phone, so I can kind of hear you. Okay. Uh, anyway, you won. Thank you for calling. We'll get your tickets to you. <laughs> Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, we have another question for you. That we're, <laughs> we got, well, by the way. You got some great listeners yeah, here. I like that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like FAN. You know, turn your radio down the First background. day with the new exactly. phone. Exactly. Um, but we do want to yeah. thank Tim Geisen for uh, calling in. He actually texted in his answer right away, and then he called in. So thank you, Tim, for that. Good uh, job, Tim. And, our, and we, we have another pair of tickets that we want to give away, but... You have to tell us what the uh, web address is for the New Jersey Quick Check New Jersey Balloon Festival. What is their web address? Text it in 973-720-2738. What is what is our next tweet, Yasmin? Our next tweet is from Caitlin Parizzo. Yeah, Parizzo. Parizzo. Sorry for failing at that. Um, her question is: If you book a band for a festival and they drop out last minute, what happens? Has this happened to you? Um, I think it's happened to anybody that's that's in the business. You know, they there are clauses in a contract that, uh, you know, obviously you get your money back, but that doesn't make you whole. Uh, unfortunately, any artist can say they hurt their back. They uh, have, um, you know, vocal issues. And act of God. Act of God. <laughs> well, Forge Majeure is in any contract yep. for those lawyers out there, but... Um, <laughs> there's not much you can do about it you, you know if you if it's a big artist with a big agency usually the agency will try and help you i, I don't want to use the word bait and switch but will will switch to another artist on their on their role that maybe would be in the same genre whether mm-hmm. it's classic mm-hmm. whether it's rhythm and blues whatever it is uh, but that's you know an unfortunate thing in the industry ZZ Top just had an issue where one of the guys uh, hurt his hip on the bus so they've had to cancel dates you know so um, in a festival it's not as bad because you have numerous acts on the bill so it's not as bad as if you just go to a concert like I did Saturday night to see Fleetwood Mac and you know if 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 they're not if they cancel what are you going to do you know 
You told me a story, though, yesterday when we were on the phone. You don't have to mention the act if you don't want to, about a band who will look at the audience and decide right before they're about to go on whether or not they're going to go on or whether or not they're going to maybe blackmail you for oh, a little wow. bit more money. No, I, I didn't say that. I, I, I used the word blackmail. What, what I said, there was a, a, a younger act that we had this year. I'll say who they are. I, I don't, really don't care because they're a bunch of clowns. That's Hot Chell Ray, which we now call Cold Chell Ray. But they had a big hit in 2011 called Tonight Tonight. And this summer, they were, have to, they were supposed to have two major hits, which is uh, Don't Say Goodnight and something else. And um, they were going to be our Disney, our youth act, which we've had a lot of success with before, as I mentioned, with the Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato, R5. And they were not as successful. Their their music tanked, frankly, this summer. Now, they were going to play on Saturday afternoon, and our headliner Saturday night was Three Doors Down. Three Doors Down had to load in. A band comes and loads in earlier and does a sound check. And uh, they were supposed to go on at 1.00. Three Doors Down was a little late in loading in and doing their sound check. So there was about, we had run a, ran a meet and greet. And there were about 50 young ladies, 8 to 12 years old, diehard fans of the band that were waiting for this meet and greet. And it was kind of hot out because it was in July and they were outside. And the manager w- said that the band would not do the meet and greet until they could do their sound check. And I tried to talk some sense in them and said, look, these are your diehard fans. We've sold like 162 tickets. Your band is useless. Uh, you know, I, I should have sold 1,500, which is about our capacity, not counting the general admission. These are your diehard fans. You, you should support them. And while your guys are just waiting for the sound check, take care of this. And he said, absolutely not. And I said, interesting. Is that your van over there? He said, yes. I said, you have a, a trip to the airport and a four o'clock flight to your next gig in Texas, right? Uh, he said, yes. He said, what's that police car doing blocking it? I said, geez, I don't know. I really don't have control of the police in this town. And he goes, are you threatening me? I said, no. I said, he goes, that's not going to get the guys out there. I go, okay. Uh, and he continued to be a, a, a clown for a long time. And then uh, all of a sudden I was back there with Dean Derling, who's the owner of Quick Check, because his daughter was online to meet the band. And there, were state, there was a state trooper with a... Um, a German Shepherd sniffing. Um, so he said, you know, it's sniffing for bombs backstage, basically, or right. behind the backstage. So Dean said to me, he goes, go over and talk to him and see what the dog is sniffing for and have him come over to the RV, the trailer, where the band is, and let's see if we can scare the manager. So I went over to the state <laughs> trooper, and I said, is that a bomb-sniffing dog or a drug-sniffing dog? He goes, why are you asking? And I explained the situation. He goes, technically, it's a bomb-sniffing dog. I said, well, would anyone know the difference? He goes, no, it's the same German Shepherd. It's just trained differently. I said, well, look, you got to do me a favor and come over here, walk around the RV and have the dog go crazy. He goes, no problem. He thought it was cool. So he comes over and the manager goes, what's that? I said, I don't know. You know, I guess it's State Tripper doing a routine drug test, a drug, uh, you know, uh, check. Yeah. And he goes, I'll tell you what, let me speak to the guys. He comes over to me, he goes, they'll be out in a minute for the meeting. Oh and he did that. So you have different acts that try and do different things on the road, but um, you mm-hmm. react to it. And, you know, when you get lemons, you make lemonade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a uh, another... Steve, do you have a question, or do you want us to? No, keep I was wondering if you're going to give away that T-shirt, or are you going to wear it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Well, okay, we uh, it's actually, a girl's tank. I don't think he would look good uh, in it, frankly. A few minutes ago, we Jasmine, actually, maybe we tweeted a picture a few minutes ago of 
Howard Freeman, our guest here on Music Biz 101. Oh, my God. Yasmin Azir, and also um, Philip Gorakovsky, our producer, uh, wearing, no, holding up these T-shirts. So I thought you like said, to... I, is that when you said I had a good face for radio and a good voice for newspaper? Yeah, you have a beautiful body for radio. I didn't know what that meant. It's tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. But, um, yes? Okay. Hello. Who, who is our caller right now? Howard Freeman, our guest here on Music Oh my God. Turn off your radio, Brianna. Turn off your radio. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm glad I'm snapping at the caller, Brianna. <laughs> uh, what is the website for the New Jersey Quick Check New Jersey Balloon Festival? www.balloonfestival.com. Brianna, you've Tough just won questions yeah. here today, Brianna. You have won a pair of yeah, tickets to the. Who yes. said William Patterson University it's students a, can't read? They they can read. <laughs> Brianna, we're very proud of you. We will make sure you get these tickets tomorrow. As long Thank as you, you. come, yeah, as I'm long as you come, yeah. yes, we're happy. As long as you come to class tomorrow, you will get these tickets tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I'll be there. But thank, thank you very much. You got to bribe people to come to your class. <laughs> well, we actually have drug sniffing dogs that come to our class. Uh, if they don't come, so, okay. Don't okay. want to be rolling on Molly during that class. That's right. So you now have we an EDM presentation for this class. <laughs> that is. Thank you for calling, Brian. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. All right. So now we have uh, three T-shirts to give away. Mm-hmm. The T-shirts Ooh. are a. We have that T-shirt. Okay. What is that T-shirt? That T-shirt is a woman's tank, and it is for the Rib Festival. Absolutely, from this past year, I believe. Is yes, it? I can't yes. even see from over here. Yes, right, has the right. names of the band. That's from two years ago. Yeah. Has the names of the bands, including nice. legendary Dickie Betts from the Allman Brothers. Yes. Very colorful. With great Artemis Powell okay. from Leonard Skinner. Talk into your microphone. I'm I'm area, I'm going. <laughs> now that one that that she is holding up at his radio, so who knows if she's really holding up. It says, I got high at the Quick Check New Jersey Festival of Ballooning, and I know this is a college station. <laughs> so I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. When you say I got high at a balloon festival, it means up up in a way you took Obvious. a balloon ride. I mean, right. So let's not anybody misinterpret that particular I got high shirt. And then we also have a blue Rock Ribs and Ridges Festival with a T-shirt with from this past year yeah. with our iconic pig barbecued pig playing guitar on the front. So yeah, that's, that's a, nice a collector's really item is. right there. Got a little right. uh, Fillmore look to the uh, done by Sean Gilday, legendary Sean Gilday, Sean of Blue Gilday. Raven, of Blue Raven uh, Entertainment. Gotta give him a plug. We yeah. love Sean and Rachel. He Hill went to well. and Rachel and they both went to this fine university. That's right, and they were on. They've been on our show twice, and we're gonna we're twice? running out of time. We're not out of time. But we're almost out of time, and you have to commit now to being on the show again, Howard, because we have not got. I haven't to done enough alcohol to commit to that. <laughs> yeah, that that's fine. You should be committed. In fact, where we, was my rider? I was supposed to have beer, wings from big. I mean, what, what's going on here? You do need your own rider. Plus, it's a festival, so I can sell some tickets and, uh, right. and get a little quid pro quo, as we say in the okay. business. Here's, a, here's he another question. Yes, Here yes. is another question. All right. This is from Katie, um, and she tweets... All women asking questions. I, I like know, that. Right? Okay. <laughs> At the Balloon Festival, what strategies do you have to maintain your audience if the balloons can't take off in the morning? Wow. That seems like someone that came in the morning when it was windy. <laughs> that's, a great that, that's an excellent question. Balloons, as Katie must know are governed by winds and we're always going to be safe so we have a hundred balloons all different sizes and shapes at the festival um but we need eight to ten miles an hour of wind or less to be there mm. and that is why we have so many different events we we had successful ascensions five out of six times this year the sixth time was sunday morning at six thirty, and we had um our health and wellness day 
So we had a running with the balloons. We had about 500 people run a 5K. We had yoga. We had uh, jazzercise. So there's more than just hot air. There's We had high divers. We had all kinds of different things to entertain the people in case those balloons did not fly, Katie. Mm. Are any of the uh, balloons tethered so that people they they did all tether on sunday morning absolutely Ah. we gave both tethered rides there were two thousand people took rides everybody tells us it's on their bucket list to take a balloon ride right to go up up and away people tell me it's the most fun you can have standing up Uh Uh, i concur with that um so yes we have tethered balloons we have balloons of all different sizes and shapes this is a college audience so our our featured balloon this year was actually angry birds the same one you've Ah. spent much time probably in in the uh business entertainment business class when the mm. teachers weren't looking you were playing angry birds chasing a pig on your uh not our phones guys. not your guys we've we've had uh an elvis balloon thank you very much <laughs> we've, we've had darth vader we're looking to bring Ooh. in yoda next year so the the special Great. shape balloons and if you go on that website at balloonfestival.com you'll see some of the cool different balloons that we've had that's awesome mm. all right and next question is from charlie and yes, and it says, um, as the balloon festival is only three days at the end of July, how do you make it worthwhile for a sponsor to be part of it for more than just that show? Well, you got some educated callers here. I like these questions. You know, it's interesting. I'll give you a case study. PNC is our official bank and also the the um, ATM at Quick Check. But um, they tell me that they get 95% of the benefit of the sponsorship and the partnership before we even open the doors. So as someone said before, we do an essay. They have an American flag balloon that we, we, uh, it says PNC salutes America. And in fact, we had the band America that they sponsored last year on Friday night. But they, um, so we do an essay contest. They, I asked them what their goals were. And and one of the things they told me was they want to get kids while they're in young and in school. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do an essay contest annually. We have over 5,000 people write essays of what the American flag means to me. That starts in February. Then they have a program called Grow Up Great. So we go to inner cities. We went to Newark and Trenton this year. We've been to Camden, Jersey City, and other places in the past where we'll bring a balloon that kids can walk in. And we do kind of a Mr. Science program of how it works, how it arises. Um, and it leads all the way up to the to the festival itself when they can um, you know, actually sign up for a virtual wallet or some of their other things. So what we do is is try and figure out the best way, what, what the goals of a client are. You know, at the Rib Festival for Franklin Sussex Auto Mall, he's all about getting traffic into his showroom. So the first year, I said, look, why don't we put a Jeep Wrangler in stage right and stage left, run a contest, and anybody that goes into your showroom, no purchase necessary, but if they want to test drive, that's great. Um, and the winners get to watch the concert from the front row inside that, that Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Everybody That's else cool. looks out and says, wow, how do I do that? Somebody actually bought the car when they were there. So we just extend it out uh, through the use of our email uh, list, through our social media, through our uh, video department, through our radio ads, through our newspaper, uh, through all kinds of different things. So if there's any sponsors out there, Call 1-800-HOT-AIR-9, ask for me, and I will show you how to grow your business. So uh, this is really a 365 it's, job. It's funny, Steve. Everybody comes up to me and says, what do you do the other 362 days of the yeah, year? Yeah, right. Um, and, you know, it's not quite like that. It's 372 days a year job. Yeah, yeah, you can um, see that. But 24-7, so it right. really is a year But you're thing. doing very creative things. 
uh, you know, when you do, you, you got to keep it fresh. So every year we try and figure out exactly, what's yeah. what's new and unique, what we can bring to the festival next. You know, two years ago when we started, or we started about four or five years ago, having on Sunday morning this running with the balloons. You know, and we checked with with uh, in Spain, and we found that no balloon has ever gored a runner, <laughs> unlike yeah. in Pamplona. Right. So anybody can start a race with a you know with a pistol. Right. Yeah, I used to run track and cross country, and that's the way they started. We wanted to do something different. So the first year, we had a blonde, a human cannonball, and we shot this blonde out of a cannon, and as soon as she came out of the cannon, I'm serious. The husband thinks I'm kidding you. Um, and, you know, people took off, and, and then right. we had Red Bull um, guys in, in wingsuits. These parachutists come out over the top, so there's balloons on the side. So, right. you know, it was different than a regular 5K. Everybody said, what are you going to do the next year? So this year, we had these high divers jump into you know like a cup of water from 102 feet and as soon as they hit the water and the guy sets himself on fire when he hit the water the race started wow. so if anybody has any ideas on how we can do it next year i'm all ears but we try and you know look i have the attention span of a two-year-old and i figure if it keeps my attention it's going to keep the attention of most of our audience so Great. when people come the trick is you're never going to know what you're going to see at the balloon festival or the rib festival and that's why you should all come out and enjoy. And I think you kept our attention for the last hour. We have to go. We are all Time done. is we, up. Time is up. Time oh is out. Oh, my God. We have these three T-shirts. If you tweet us, at MusicBiz101WP, within the next five minutes, the first three tweets, you will win a T-shirt. If you don't tweet, Howard is going to walk away with his shirt. So, Howard Freeman of the Quick Check New Jersey Festival. I don't want to lose my shirt. No. Which you can do in promotion. I, I, I know, but, <laughs> but he doesn't do it because he's too successful and creative. So, Howard Freeman, Quick Check New Jersey Festival ballooning, as well as Rock Ribs and Ridges and more. Promo one included. Thank you so much for being here, Howard. Thank, Thank you, Howard. Go Pioneers. Love Woo! the center fielder, Micah Bate from Wayne Hills. There we go. Uh, Yasmin Azir, thank you so much for being our student co-host. You're welcome. Philip Korchowski, thank you so much for being the producer extraordinaire. And Dr. Steve Marconi, thank you so much for being here as always, Dr. Steve Marconi. Thank you, Dave. Thank, and you're very welcome, Stephen. You've been listening to Music Biz 101 and more on WPSC Brave New Radio 88.7. We want to wish you one, two, three. Adios!